2: FM, Or download the free anchor app to get started.
0: You're listening to the real down, sponsored by catch photo release tournaments. This is your premier tournament source. Here are your hosts, Sam Jones and Dan Barry. Welcome back, welcome back. Hey. This is the Real Down. Hope you guys all had an amazing holiday weekend. Coming at you with another epic guest. We're excited about uh, tonight's show. We're gonna be talking so- about a new tournament format, something that we haven't seen before. That includes kayak fishing and other vessels as well. I think it's gonna be an interesting show. We've got a pretty epic guest. We'll introduce him here in just a second.
3: Dan, how you doing, my man? Living a dream, man. Excited to talk to our guest and i find out it's definitely the only series in the country doing this that i've ever heard of so super interesting great topic great format just gonna be a good night and a good podcast looking forward to it absolutely man i am too you know
0: uh like you said it's something completely different than we've seen and so i think it'll be i think it'll be interesting
3: for sure um so did you have a good thanksgiving man though you, yeah you, but you, Went went back home down to Biloxi and got to hang out with the folks and hang out on the beach. Didn't bring the kayak, but you know, it was it was beautiful being down there anyways. Hey. Weather was great. How about you? Oh man, it was uh cold and raining.
0: But the food mm. was good. Bird bird turned out perfect as always. Couldn't be there happier. All right. Well, let's get this thing kicked off because we got, like I said, an epic guest. Some cool stuff to talk about and a couple tournaments to talk about finally as well. So,
3: yeah, we do. All right. Last few of the year.
0: Without further ado, let me introduce tonight's epic guest, Frank Polifrone, also known as Frankie Provolone, aka Slay Nation Frank. How are we doing, buddy?
1: Woo! What's up, Dan? What's up, Sam? How are you doing, babies? (laughs) What's going
0: on? Liking Much, that uh, northeast style and flair you brought to the, brought to the show just
1: then. That's right, dude. All, 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 I got all the southern boys in the Midwest. Now you got to get a Yankee in here. Damn, it's, <laughs> it's like a big triangle. That, that's right, dude. Triangulation, Dan. <laughs> 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 We're going geometric tonight. That's right. Geo, it, the-
0: what? Geo, geo. I'm a fisherman. I don't. I don't know <laughs> these terms. <laughs> all right guys well anyway one of the names you go by is slay nation frank which uh is what we're talking about tonight slay nation tournament series so before we get into uh slay nation and what that's all about why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself how you got into fishing and then ultimately how you uh founded this this new tournament series
1: yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me on. First and foremost, what up to all the Slayers out there, right? Um, and so, you know, just like anybody else, man. I'm, well, I'm a Connecticut born and raised, right, up here in CT. Um, you know, gotten to fishing like most most of us have, man. You know, a family member or a friend, somebody introduced us to the sport, and we fell in love with it, right? I remember being, you know, seven, eight years old, going out with my uncle. He was a big influence in my life. Um, you know, I had a great neighbor next door to me who gave me my first fishing pole. I caught, uh, you know, I got 27 inch pickerel, one of my first fish and just fell in love with it since. And, uh, you know, the passion sticks with you. That's a great thing about fishing is it's something you can do no matter what age and, um, grab a pole and you can walk down the street and do what you love. You don't need to have a boat. Um, so, you know, uh, first and foremost, uh, you know, I've got two, Two beautiful kids. So being a daddy is number one in my life, and being a you know loving husband to my wife Christine Provolone. Uh, That's right. So uh, you know that's first and foremost, man. And then uh, other than that, I'm a phys ed teacher. So I've been working with youth for a long time, about 18 years. Uh, Coach basketball all across Connecticut, and um, you know it's the full time gig. And then uh, then we got Slay Nation, baby. Then we got Slay Nation. So that's my third kid
0: nice all right so how much did the wife like how much did you have to talk her into taking the last name like she tried i mean i I guess in the northeast (laughs) is probably more common but like did she try and like you know make you take her last name
1: hell no (laughs) so listen her last so so she so so i'm calabrese italian right calabria and my wife, she's Sicilian, 100%. So her last name is Ferra So when I met her, I would make fun of her name and say Ferra Jaca. And I didn't have oh. Christine Ferra <laughs> And then you got Paula Fron, So, I mean, I don't think it mattered whose name we took. It was a total right. twister no matter what. But uh, Paula Fron has to live on, man.
0: Dan, we got to mine our P's and Q's. Uh, this yeah. man might be connected. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, you never know, dude. You never know. I've heard some stories about my father-in-law. Rest in rest in peace. But uh, oh, he, used to, he used to own a restaurant, and I heard some stuff, man.
0: Slay nations—a cover-up for something else they slaying.
1: That's right. They're laundering <laughs> money. Uh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Say the only thing,
3: You end up with some concrete shoes
1: out in the river. <laughs> you watch out. You heard about the Hudson, right? <laughs> oh boy, it's getting deep be quick. Pi- those, aren't, those aren't pylons down there, guys. Those are old bodies. Getting <laughs> <I'm just kidding.
0: laughs> <laughs> going out there with your side imaging, <laughs> mega <Make> scan.
1: <laughs> Look at that log. Look at that log. Look, that's too- not a log. That's Johnny. That's that's, that's Capone. <laughs> Fifty
3: feet over there Pop is up. Johnny's cousin.
1: <laughs> Long lost cousin
0: oh goodness all right well let's talk a little bit about slay nation it's kind of an interesting format um unlike anything we've seen as we said earlier you know you're you're bringing kind of two worlds together here um and maybe maybe three so basically it's a grassroots type feel to it and it's john boats kayaks and canoes right or any type of plastic water vessel
1: yeah i mean it could be anything that's safeable like uh, to be honest with you i even had we have a uh a florida member who asked if he could fish off of his paddleboard and i was like well listen i mean i don't see why not i was you know uh obviously i said you know if you're using a paddleboard you're not you know it's an open vessel like you know what i mean like even though sit on top kayak is as well, it's a little different. Most times you're standing up on a paddleboard. So I was like, Hey man, if you want to fish in a paddleboard, go for it. You know? Right. Um, so other than that, yeah, the main, the three main vessels are what you typically see 99% of the time is John boat canoe and kayak.
0: Okay. So what was the, what was the idea behind all this? What made you decide to put this all together, this format and, and furthermore, you know, just doing this all, you know, wh- why?
1: Absolutely. So, so I directed uh, for another tournament trail, not 2019, but previously, right? In 2018, a uh, really small trail started in Massachusetts. And then um, it was right before my son was born. I see a, I seen a post on Facebook. Hey, looking for a director in Connecticut. And I was like, you know, I was a co-angler in the, uh, American bass anglers for like seven years you know, the big boat stuff. yeah. And uh, so I I came to a point where I was like, you know, I would love to try to direct, but never knew how to get into that opportunity. So I saw that post. I was like, Hey man, I'm interested. So I ran a Connecticut one. He ran the mass one, very small. That was it, and it it included this, right? John boat, canoe and kayak. And so long story short, some things are going on that I didn't like to be a part of. And I said, Hey, uh, sayonara. And I had slaination in my back pocket. So I knew at some point I was going to branch off to my own thing because I knew I could do it. I found that I was good at directing. Right. Um, and uh, I enjoyed running the events. And, you know, once I said peace out and it was really small. So put it this way. I felt like, you know, and this is what all my members would tell me at that time was Frank, stop being this guy's mule. Right. Because he I was pretty much carrying his trail, promoting it better than he was, getting us better sponsors or partners. And, um, I mean, he might've had 12 members in Massachusetts and it was his own trail. And I don't like to talk about it. Like, I don't want to give him credit uh, for anything. Um, that's, that's the situation I got into. Um, and then Connecticut, my first year running it, I had 30 members, right? I was blowing him out of the water and I was working harder than he was. And, uh, and whatever he was doing things I did not like. It wasn't what was instilled in me and what I wanted to do as far as paying vendors and things like that, right? I'll keep it short. And uh, I remember the day I said, you know what? There was a few things that went on. I called them up. I said, Hey man, I'm out. Right. That was it. And then the following day I called up one of my buddies uh, who owns tech baits, soft plastic company. Um, I said, Eric, I'm done with, you know, this fella and I'm starting something. I'm calling it slay nation. And that's when it all started. That's when that's when we started our roots. And, uh, Snow piled from there, man. Um I loved the uh the three vessel idea, the kayak canoe and john boat, because you know, that's how a lot of us got into fishing, right? Other than fishing from yep. the bank. You know, it really is. Um, because when you're young, you can't afford these the the glitter boats, the nice, the nice bass boats or the nitros. It was a John boat. For me, it was a canoe. I fished out a canoe for a, a long time. Uh, one of my good buddies who's my co-director and one of my best friends and for ages for like, you know, for years We'd be fishing together at one of our favorite spots And i'd be like dave. I mean imagine if we could just fish together like in a tournament trail like this You know in a tournament off off the canoe with the trolling motor And then uh, that other opportunity came up. I took it and then um And then I ran with it with Slay Nation. And that's how it kind of all began was a bad, it was a, it was like a blessing in disguise. Although it was a very bad experience, right. As far as what I was dealing with from somebody else. And I'm a grown man, so I don't play games, you know, and, uh, and there was just, it was bad stuff going on. I didn't like the way he was treating his members, his co-director and not paying people. I was referring him right to this day.
0: Well, the best things normally are born out of, you know, situations like
1: that so
0: awesome man so how long has slay nation been going on
1: slay nation here's the funny part is we had our year anniversary from when i started our instagram page november 11th so we are like little over a year to our into our birth
0: perfect timing to come on the podcast look at that like we planned it
1: it's like you planned it. You we're looking at something, huh?
0: Mm. Well, hey, um, my man Dan here has got a little a little fact sheet on this. Let's uh let's run through the the fact sheet there, Dan, and then we'll kinda we'll kind of go from there.
3: All right. So um it's a six and I just got all this from the website, uh, $60 membership, which includes a, and with that, you get a long sleeve t-shirt, discount codes from sponsors, uh, pays for trophies, cookouts, giveaways, and the ability to fish any tra- any event, uh, like all the different tournament trails, you can go fish all the other ones, right? Correct. Yep. And, and then besides that, everything else is 100% payout, which is awesome. We've seen in some other tournaments they don't do it. You know, if, if you can do it, it's awesome, man. Y'all do. It's great. Yeah. There's that transparency and, you know, everybody wants hundred percent payout. So that's yeah. awesome. Absolutely. And to, to only have done this for a year, dude, you've got <laughs> trails all over. It's crazy. You've got Southern Ontario, Canada, like you're air national. That's crazy. Yeah. Connect it where you're up at, uh, Georgia by me, mass, Nebraska, Michigan, central New York. New Jersey, Maine, Pennsylvania, Northern California, Minnesota, Central Florida, Southern New Hampshire, Texas, Oklahoma, and South Dakota. That's literally coast <laughs> to coast.
1: We're trying. We're Man, trying. So yeah. what, In a year.
0: What do you think it is? What do you think the draw is? What do you think has got all these people rushing to become Slayers and be a part of Slay Nation?
1: Uh, well, I think it's because it's um, it's a platform that uh provides the everyday angler with a tournament opportunity you know there's a lot of people that want to fish tournaments like let's be honest and they get intimidated right they're intimidated because when something's new you're afraid right fear which fear is you know fear is imaginary it's what we conjure up in our mind and we say you know i remember the first tournament i ever fished in as a co-angler in the big boat stuff i remember walking in like all right you know it's going to be super competitive here i am this younger kid um, never fished out of a big boat before, let alone in a tournament, and um, and then uh, you do it, and you're like, there's nothing to worry about. And I think what Slay Nation is, people feel comfortable fishing from you know their own jumbo, their own kayak or canoe, and they're like, all right, I don't need to have a lot of money. I got this, and I already got one in the backyard. I got a buddy I can call up. Let me see what's up. It's it's inexpensive, right? Even a sixty dollars membership fee for the season. That's not a lot, right? Um, same thing with the entry fee. It's $50 entry fee. If you have a buddy, you split that 25 each, right? And you have the potential of winning, you know, who knows, up to a thousand dollars, depending on how many teams fish and 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 get giveaways. And so um I think the attractiveness is we are getting uh I, the credit goes to our directors, right? This doesn't happen without directors. Okay. Um yeah. and I feel like when I do so when I reach out for to directors, we get interest, I do a phone interview. Right with every single person that we we uh you know come in, in contact with. And I I asked them a series of questions. I, I need to make sure it's a good fit. And I also think that I have a nice job selling Slay Nation to our directors and saying, heck, because not for nothing, out of our first nine states in 2019 that we had trails in, um half of those guys just started bass fishing, let alone ever fished a tournament. You know what I mean? And so the thing is, whether you are brand new or a fishing for years, a tournament angler or whatever it is, we're providing an opportunity for you to learn how to do it in, in, in a manner where it's um, stress free. Right. Because I have things in place. I have the ingredients in place to help these directors become successful. And if they follow it, then they are going to. And I'm with them step by step. You know, it's just like being a teacher, which is my background. Right. It's like having a student. that's having trouble and whatever for you know whatever might be the abcds right and you're giving them flashcards, you're giving them quizzes and you're teaching them along the way it is the same thing it's not hard it just takes time and patience and uh and i think the 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 slayers across slay nation um they see that it's like these you know when we put my post the pictures on a website of our directors you know it's not them with their arms crossed looking like these you know looking like uh hey you know, I've been fishing for 25 years and here I am directing a tournament trail. It's like just the average Joe Schmo, right? From across the nation. Um, that's saying, Hey, I want to bring something new to my state. Um, yeah, I'm new to this and I know you probably are too, but listen, we're going to do this together and we're going to have fun we're going to fish and we're going to make it grow. And, you know, I think that's appealing. I think, um,
3: you know, on our side, on the kayak side, there's all this talk about growing the sport, growing the sport and, and things like that. And then you hear from the elite and MLF guys, they talk about take a kid fishing or things like that. I, I, I literally can't think of another way or another person or organization that's helping to grow fishing in general and kayak fishing more than what you are just getting so many people involved. And I, I just honestly think that's the
1: coolest thing. I I Agreed. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Well, that's the thing. Not for nothing. Like, yeah, you do hear, you do hear, um, you know, the pros, right? The MLF guys, all that. Right. And there's all that baloney going on back and forth between everybody right now, which is sad to mm. see because it's fishing at the yeah. end of the day. And they're saying they want to grow the sport. But what they're doing right now is deterring people from the sport by acting like that. You know what I mean? And yeah. so if you're going to sit here and say, hey, well, I want to grow the sport, but then you got to act like a big boy. You know what I'm saying? Because what you're doing is these younger anglers that are on social media, right? And they see the banter back and forth. You know, what are they going to say to their parents? Mom, how come, you know, so and so and and so and so are, you know, are, are, you know, sad. Shy Rock, just say it. We're,
0: yeah. Yeah. We're, we're seeing it right now. Uh, The bashing the different trails on the pro level, the MLF, you know, the BASS, FLW. We're, we're seeing that. We're seeing the anglers go against each other and it's it's crazy to me i because I, I did i grew up you know i hate to ever use the term idolizing these guys but i grew up watching these guys and, and had a huge amount of respect for them um i i can remember getting up every morning if i wasn't outside fishing or down at the creek or you know doing something i was watching bassmaster on espn and watching all the fishing yeah. shows You know, reading the magazines and all that, and so I looked up to those guys. And I know, I know, kids are doing it still. Now it's maybe a little bit more of the guys who are on YouTube, you know, because main it's not on mainstream TV. Um, But still, they're watching Scott Martin, who, by the way, has done a great job with this whole thing. For the, you know, they're they're watching these guys, and it's sad to see what's going on. And you guys are touching on so many points right now that I'm really kind of passionate about because. I'm really big on the grassroots thing. I think it's important. That's why I think I'm kind of drawn to what you got going on here at Slay Nation, because I can remember a time when I just had like a ten foot jonbo and I would have loved to have gotten in a tournament, but I couldn't. You know? Yep. And yeah. I think I think it's appealing and that's why kayak fishing has exploded in the way that it has. It's it's a low barrier to entry sport. And now you've just broadened that even further to those guys who maybe already have that jombo or have that canoe who, you know, aren't maybe necessarily looking at kayaks, haven't really gotten involved in that yet. Uh, so that's really cool. Now, one thing, another thing that's really different, and you touched on it a minute ago, was this is a team format.
1: Yeah, correct. You could fish as a team or solo, you know, so they have the option. Um, to be honest, most people fish as a team, but then you have some, you know, some anglers that just want to fish by themselves, right? So, fine. Um,
0: how does that work when a guy's in a kayak? I can see a two-man canoe, I can see a jumbo, and there are even tandem kayaks, but most yep. kayaks out there, fishing kayaks out there are singular yeah. singular. So how how do you go about that? How does that work?
1: Yeah, so there's a few we've had a few kayak teams, um, both in you know, the Massachusetts Trail and my Connecticut Trail this past season. And so, you know, they they team up, but they have to stay within 20 yards of each other. Okay. So you can't have one kayak guy at the north end and one at the south end, right? Then you're covering a whole lake, but we don't allow that. So they got to stay within 20 yards, we call it, because um, let's just say, for example, Dan and I are teammates, right? We have kayaks, but we don't have a hog trough, right? So you show up to Slay Nation, you check in in the morning. So we provide hog troughs if you don't have one, right? It's one per team if you're using ours. So Dan can't, you know, if I I catch a fish and he has the hog trough, he can't be too far from me because now that fish, I'm either hanging it on my lap Or, you know, I got to plug it on the donkey leash or whatever. Um, so he has to stay within you know, 20 yards is not far, right? That's within casting distance. And so, hey, Dan, I caught one. You know, he paddles over. We use that hog trough together. Now, if the, uh, these guys have their own hog troughs, which most do now, um, they still have to stay within 20 yards. That's it. And now, so the question is, well, how do you know they're staying within 20 yards? Yeah,
0: that's right? exactly the question I'm yeah. getting. How do you regulate this?
1: So So I can't, right? Let's be honest. I can't right? Because I'm fishing it too. I don't have a drone in the air, right? Going over, checking everybody how far they are. So you go by an honor system. Um, And I expect, and the thing is, we're not fishing large bodies of water either. So there are other teams that, you know, most likely you're going to be, you're seeing other teams no matter where you make a move. Um, And I haven't had any issues. Um, If anything arises, then I lay the hammer down. But right now I'm saying, hey, you know, here's an honor code. And when you, if you, if I find out you break it, well, guess what? That's it. You know, there's no second, third strikes. It's what, that's it. You, you're breaking the trust between the Slay Nation, between the other members and your buddies and myself. And when you join us in your membership form, it says that you're going to be honest and responsible. And uh, just like any format, you break those rules, um, you know, shame on you. And I'm not going to let it happen again, because that's when things snowball. So you, you snap it once, set the tone. Um, but luckily, we've had we have some great, great members. Um, I've been around a few of the kayak teams, just like you know, just stumbling upon a cove, and they're always together, you know. And I think um, I have my directors and myself set a tone where they get it; they don't want to miss out on something that's going on, and so I think they abide by the, the 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 rules.
3: I think in any series, any level, you know, John boat kayak elite series, whatever it is. I like it. You can find a way to cheat, but you're eventually going to get found out. And whatever you do now, this day and age, you're done. You're done forever. And I know here in Alabama, if you get caught cheating, it's a felony. So to go out there and, you know, for a small, a few hundred dollars to cheat and get never be able to fish a tournament again, and to get a felony, it's, it's, it would be the dumbest thing to try to do to, to make money.
1: Absolutely. I totally agree
3: yeah all right, so are these,
1: and
0: Dan, you may have said this, I'm apologize if I'm repeating, is this a five fish tournament yeah. catch yep. photo release, five fish, two man teams mm-hmm. So is this are these individual events or is this an actual series in which there are angler of the year points and a championship and all that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah. Yep. So it's the same thing. We you know we keep a, a, a point standings, right? So every event you're, you're earning points for your angler of the year point system, right? So, you know, if you catch it's just like KBF, right? You catch, you know, 34 inches of fish, that's equivalent to 34 points. Right. And then, so we add those up throughout the season and we name our, our you know, the last season of, or the last event of the season is your angler of the year championship. Then um, you know, get your nice plaque and all that good stuff. And uh, so, yeah, nothing different than most of the kayak stuff that's out there. It's nothing different than fishing like, you know, the Bassmaster Elites. It's a five fish bag, right? You bring in your, so, you know, the thing is with us and you, I don't know if you'll touch on it, but a lot of people ask, well, you're not, you don't use Tourney X, right? You don't do the online thing. And we don't. Um, and the reason behind that is I, w- I was thinking of using Tourney X just because it might make it easier to look at the fish and they'll total it up for you, right? Right. Um, the reason I don't use turnix is because there's a lot of places I know I fish in Connecticut and Massachusetts and Maine where they get no cell reception last no time. Yeah. The last thing I need is one person, just one person to say, Hey, I couldn't log my fish in," and then all hell breaks loose. We know how it goes. We could do everything right. Can be fine tuned. And then that one little experience, everything comes crashing down. Right? So we stay away from that. They take the pictures on their phone. They put them in an album. they five best fish. They come in and my, you know, the co-director and myself, we check them, right? All right. Uh, Dan and Frank, how many fish today? Five. You know, I record everything on my event sheet and then on the whiteboard and uh, five fish, you know, and, and that's how we do it. It goes quick. You know, it goes pretty quick. Now,
0: do you guys have to use a tournament identifier like we do in most kayak fishing formats?
1: Yeah, we we do an identifier, but not not the ones you guys use like we don't use attorney tag it's we'll either write the the code on your hand in Sharpie mm-hmm. mark or yeah. some uh I let some trails use a bracelet and they put the code on the bracelet you know so okay. it's it's one of the other um bracelet i like that okay yeah, yeah. Heard that. yeah like a, like a concert bracelet you know what i mean like yeah,
3: a yeah. yeah, so
0: I like on. that good actually.
3: idea yeah good idea you, you See, and, a- and and that' this two clubs I fish here in Alabama. We don't use tourniacs. So I mean it's it's definitely doable with that. It makes more work on the mm-hmm. directors, but yeah. So sometimes that, that can be the best way to go. All yeah, how, right. How, how many ball, spots use yeah. how many spots are y'all paying out? Is it three for every tournament or is it based on how many people enter?
1: Exactly. It's based off how many teams fish, right? So our okay. payout table our payout table will tell you I think we'd go up to like twenty-five teams right now in that table. Um, so it depends, but let's just say, you know, you have a, a decent field. Let's say you have 10 teams show up, right? We're paying first, second, third, and Lunker. So those are uh, those four places, uh, or finishes will get uh, cash payout. And then what we do is, so we go by a boat number system, right? So when you check in in the morning, let's say it's Sam and Dan, right? You show up in the morning, you check in with me at the table. I'm going to say, Dan, pull a boat number. You know, I use a poker chip and I write a number on it, right? You pull it, mm-hmm. what number you got? One. So, I'm writing number one on your hands with our our lay, our identifier, whatever it might be. Let's say we're fishing a place called Candlewood Lake. I would write one on your hand with a CL, okay? Uh, or I might mix it up and maybe write something else so no one could copy it. Um, okay. And so, that boat number, right? I place that next to your, your team name. Um, so, now the, the the day ends, right? Let's say you both come in second place. Right. After I get all the cash payouts going, I take those boat numbers over finishing the cash, put them to the side. All the other boat numbers are left in the pot. That's how we draw raffles for giveaways and, ra- and raffle prizes. So we try That's to cool. make it. So if you didn't finish in the cash, you have an opportunity to still win something, even if you fished horribly that day, whatever. You know, that was a thing when I fished in the ABA. Right. You pay one hundred and fifty dollar entry fee. I'm on the back of the boat. I'm getting back boated, Right. So I might be fishing with some hot shot. I catch nothing. I'm like, damn. Yeah, I might have learned some new techniques, right? Whatever. But you come in, first place wins two grand, and then they do a raffle giveaway or whatever, and the kid or the guy wins $300 St. Croix rod and reel combo or something. Right? He just took home two Gs and a brand new rod and reel combo. Right? So we, I wanted to take that out of the equation and make it so everybody has an opportunity to win something.
0: I like that.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And our, our well, local clubs take a similar approach. I like that a lot
3: well yeah, like I, I've, I've done well in a tournament before and then i could still win a raffle and i've always felt guilty about that like I, you know i kind of wish i and i've i've given it back before so somebody else could win it because I, I always feel you know that I, i've never liked that so yeah good yeah. on you yeah nice
0: so do you, do each of your different groups your state groups since they're kind of operating independently, do they have like their own sponsors or do you just have like one set group of sponsors for the entire series that you're that you're using for these sponsor so, prizes?
1: yeah, so we do we do both, right I have I, I'm the one that takes charge of getting sponsors of partners for the entire trail, right? like I'm reaching out to like I guess you could say bigger named companies, right my you know quotation marks bigger name companies. um but I also tell my directors, hey, if you don't get local support, your trail is not going to last, right? It just isn't. You have to, you know, and I'm big on local support because one, you're supporting the local bait and tackle and, you know, fishing industry type stores, right? The, the mom and pop mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Um, I'll take care of the other stuff, but I tell them, you know, like I have great sponsors in Connecticut. Like I'm talking, phenomenal, like phenomenal. I am supported a hundred percent here in CT and I get a lot of, you know, they help me out with a lot of giveaways. So I don't even have to use the bigger stuff I get from some of our bigger sponsors. I give that out to the directors. Um, but yeah, I tell them, I, I'll say, Hey, you know, Vassier down in Georgia, listen, um, go hit up bait and ta- you got a bait and tackle shop down the street. Yeah. All right. You go there often all the time, go hit them up. Hey, I'm, I'm directing a tournament trail down here. I'd love to support your business. Wondering if you wanted anything you want to provide at our events. You have brochures. You have a uh, you know a special going on. If you want to provide some some things you want to try to get rid of or whatever. So yeah, our, our Florida director and Texas director right now are are smashing that. You know they're teaming up with kayak shops in their area, and I'm like, that's exactly what I you need to do. You know, so we do both. You know, I'd like uh, we'll get into that in a minute, but you know we have a title sponsor I'd love to talk about soon. Um, yeah, absolutely we have some bigger names, but yeah, we do a little bit of both because you have to, you you know, you have to, um, you know, Slay Nation Georgia or Slay Nation Mass or Connecticut, you, they don't, not everybody cares about the whole rest of the nation, right? So you have to get local support, right? It's how you're gonna build yeah. interest in your, that's how you build interest in your community. And then, you know, you're gonna grow, you know, within, within your area. So um, doing both local and then trail c- cover wide, uh partners or sponsors is uh is both important that right. that name Vossier, i was wondering how you pronounce that that's one smooth name i like that uh, and Voss, so put vasier so i do a director <laughs> series live on sunday sounds like uh, something I, you should sip yeah well, that's the, right his nickname is cavassier dude that's what i call him yeah heck so, yeah cavassier man he's a good dude i can't understand what he says sometimes i'll oh, frank man down here man not here. you know yeah, man George. like. Man, Paul Bass man. We call our crewmate, man. And I'm like Cavassier. I'm like, dude, say that one more time, bro. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. So, I, sure. I mean,
1: let us get into some of your
3: sponsors. One, one yeah. of my saw one, one of your affiliates is the Sheepdog Fishing Network, and i I just wanted to find out more information about that. I, I thought it was cool. Like I, I I had to go on their website because it's something I had never heard about, and it's like it's something yeah. for current military veterans, first responders, and their families. Uh, it's yeah. helping to bring people together with PTSD, and the hope is to, uh, you know, to try to yeah. decrease suicide overall. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's, those are bank fishing tournaments, and I, I, they're going to have some of those for, and it's just veterans, first responders, current military, and their families, and I, I thought yeah. that was great to be affiliated with.
1: Yeah, uh, so we, we actually sponsored them. We're one of their oh, okay. sponsors. And so that is a suicide prevention organization. Uh, TJ Sullivan is the uh, founder, you know, uh, ex-military. And so they are, you know, passionate about uh, suicide prevention with, you know, EMT first responders and vets. And so that's dear to my heart. I have a lot of friends and family that served and, um, you know, have had friends that battled with depression and all that. And so uh, um, we connected through social media somehow last year. I don't remember how, but we did. And it was... um, you know, whatever. So I said, listen, man, I would love to to be able to bring you guys on board and we sponsor you. I want to, whatever you need, you let me know and I'll try to make it happen. So we raised funds for them this past season. Awesome. So a few of our trails, we did Sheepdog Fishing uh, Network fundraising events. So I did one here on Lake Lilinona, which is a beautiful spot um, in Connecticut. And we raised like 500 bucks here in Nebraska, raised a bunch of money and we donated to uh, TJ and Sheepdog and they updated to their new logo that you see now. Um, they updated their website. It wasn't as nice as it is. And so what he wanted to do is they, they help provide suicide prevention through outdoor recreation. So they provide these services or, or, you know, can refer services to, you know, <clears throat> people in need in that, in, in that, in that type of demographic, um, that need to get outdoors and, you know, hopefully find that savior, you know? And, uh, so we're proud, very proud to be a partner of that. And they're, and they're very appreciative of it. and. Um, it's the least we could do for vets and people that give their life every day. So we can go out there and fish for stupid, you know, we can go out and do our stupid stuff, fish, you know, I know it's hard for us to think like that sometimes, but, um, No, it's a good reminder. It's a good reminder for sure. In hindsight. So that's what it is. And yeah, he got into, he wants to do like little bank fishing tournaments. So he was asking my advice on some of the stuff. And, uh, you know, because that's something, you know, if somebody doesn't have a kayak or John boat, he's like, I'd like to refer them to Slay Nation, obviously, but if they don't, They could bank fish. And so that's how that came about. And you've got your own feeder series. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They move their way up
3: to the Slay Nation.
1: Yeah. There you go, man. Moving up the Federation, dude. Talk about
0: grassroots. That's where it's at, man. Well, that's awesome, man. That's cool to see that you're not only, you know, running this tournament series and and getting sponsors for your tournament series, but you're also giving back to the community. And sponsoring these people. That's really cool. So that's Sheepdog Fishing Network. Um, network. And that's yeah. how people can find them on Facebook and on the web.
1: Yeah, yep, social media. Yeah, on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, Facebook and Instagram is their two bigger social media pages.
0: Awesome, <laughs> guys. We'll go check that out. Um, all right, so let's talk about some of the people who are backing you, who are behind your brand, uh, Slay Nation.
1: Oh man. So let me give a quick shout out. Cause we had some amazing sponsors for our very first year and I I don't even call them sponsors to be quite honest with you. I call them partners because it is a partnership. Um, they're helping us. We're helping them, right. You know, sell product, get their name out there. So right off the bat, um, first, my first buddy, tech Bates, soft plastic company out of Connecticut, who's getting big, um, tackle supply Depot, similar to a tackle warehouse, but out of Connecticut and they're, they're very popular. Of course, Jimmy Spirona, Wicked Weights, man, the Wicked Weights family, right, Sammy? You know that family is, you know, I I can't even tell you enough about the support we get from Jim and uh, Kevin James, man. Uh, They've they've connected me with people um, that I would never thought I'd be connected with, and hopefully, I got some stuff in a pipeline with like line cutters and and some other peeps like that. So I'm really excited. Um, You know, our trail was sponsored by, um, uh, or our insurance goes through uh, the North American Tournament Association. Um, and, uh, they do, you know, shout out to uh, Emil over there for ensuring <laughs> us, um, you know, and then we got P line fishing, you know, Ken, Ken on a moto over there, providing us with some stuff. Kai tech, Nate's custom baits, mega chomp, uh, harmony fishing, tackle lure lock, right. a boy, Glenn Walker over there, giving us some goodies, uh, crackhead baits, crystal lures, uh, um, yeah, I love, that. I
3: love that name and oh, the man. logo I saw on y'all's website uh, yeah. fish with a gold tooth. That was great Dude, whoever yeah. whoever figured that out. They uh,
1: that's awesome He's from Michigan. He's a good guy Viking. eyewear. Jack hooked us up Zico shoes. Don't be a geek. Yo get some Zico's That's my famous line. Ah <laughs> uh. uh. So, I, I hey, hey! I went on the
3: website that. today. I I like there was some good looking shoes on there. I'd wear them and uh, my anti-microbial, like you know, something you want
1: to have out on the boat. So they yeah, were good looking 30% shoes. Off. Yeah, thirty percent off. I'll give my code when we're off the air. Um <laughs> And uh, and then so you know, a big thing. We have some new partners on for twenty twenty. Like Logics Bates is on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, custom, he does custom everything over there. Kyle. Uh, we have. Um, you know, we got. Uh, you know, I, sometimes I lose track of who the hell we got. Um, what you gonna call it? So the biggest we have a title sponsor next year, which I am amazed by because they're a bigger brand in, in in the industry. Filthy Anglers is on board; they're title sponsoring us next year. Are you both familiar with Filthy Anglers? I can't say that I am. No, I don't think so. Okay, so you need to check them out uh, when you get a chance. So Filthy Anglers is apparel right. They provide sunglasses, hats, hoodies, fishing gloves. Now, you know, yoga pants for ladies. Um, they are, you know, they're all about, you know, um, a community, a like, you know, a community of like-minded anglers, right. Like-minded people. That's like their mantra. And, um, Hey, you have me at yoga pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> a new, I think that's like a new addition, dude. Um, or the, or the animals, and they have a hoodie that you can hold your beer bottle in now. I mean, they have everything, and you got so, me. You know, Jim Sullivan, there it is, soldier Jim Sullivan, who founded it, he's like from Massachusetts, New Hampshire area, started in his basement years ago, and it went big. It's bought out by a Chinese company now. I mean, they're they have like a, a community of 150,000 filthy members, they call them. Um, and they are, uh, they're the real deal. You know, they're the real deal. I didn't realize how big they were until I got involved, to be honest. Um, you know, they know everybody and everybody knows them. Like I interviewed Brian, the carpenter from the Ike live show uh, two Sundays ago. And uh, he's been building a John boat, right? Oh, dude, go check out the Ike live You know, yeah. they're the John boat build. And so when I did an interview, he was on the boat. He was doing a walkthrough on the boat, Ike's boat, and it's just finished. They just put their last episode up and uh go check that out because this thing him and the guy who helped Uh, build pass they killed it killed it so speaking
0: speaking of the ike live show not to completely cut you off but i heard a little rumor what what you hear i heard Ike might be interested in uh fishing some slay nation events
1: dude let me tell you something so we had btc on brian the carpenter right because i love the ike live show and i love him and yeah. But I, I knew I wouldn't uh, get iced, right? And so got him on, talked. And then that following Monday is when I did the Scott Martin interview and uh, Jody Quinn, right? From the TOC. And uh, he was on it.
3: here first, just saying, you know.
1: Oh that's I saw that one. Yeah, I saw that interview. <laughs> we big, we his beat his you to it. I love you, Jody. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he was a good interview. So um they capped off and they're like Brian Carpenter, you had a big weekend. You had a little interview thing, why don't you talk about it? So they dropped Slay Nation. Right. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting there listening. I think I peed my pants. And then, uh, cause they get a lot, they get tons of views, yeah, you know? So, that doesn't hurt. And then, the, and then they finished the Jody Quinn thing. And then Brian, the carpenter says, man, and they started talking about the tiny boat, um, you know, and a small vessel, like how it's just, you know, e- exploding. Now it's all re- re- coming back to life. And, uh, Brian, carpenter, he starts like, you know what? I'm excited. I'm going to fish the slay nation trail here in Jersey. And then Ike's like, wait, one day events. He's like, yep. He's like, can I, if guys like me, like can I fish it? You know, meaning professional, right? And he's like, yeah, why not? And so he's like, I'm gonna look into that. So, yeah, we're hoping that he comes to one at least. That'd be really cool. And uh, I told him, you know, we don't have to announce that he's fishing in an event because people will probably go berserk. But I want to be there. Um, Bro, can I be on yeah. his team? I, Dude, I, I, I'll travel.
3: Well, he, we, he, has his, he has his son, Vegas. I'm sure, he, you know, this would be a great opportunity. He can go with Vegas son. anytime.
0: He can go with Vegas <laughs>
3: anytime. He can't,
0: yeah. go, he can't go
1: with Sam Jones anytime. He can't go with Sam Bones Jones anytime.
3: <laughs> yeah, man.
1: I like it. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. All right, you
3: know? all right. All right. So, so we, we, we talked about a bunch of good stuff, but going one thing I did want to bring up is uh, in, the, in the rules, there was – uh, a question that i had uh yeah and i I'll, I'll, I'll quote it and it's it's something just concerned me a little it was a, uh, it says proper safety gear must be must be with every angler fishing the event so my question to you is um does a canoe or a kayak angler have to wear their pfd in the boat that with kayak anglers and other kayak series that's been a serious deal we see people get hurt and and that's just something I, I wanted to ask you about
1: yeah so you know maybe i i could clarify a little bit more on the website about that rule uh, but it is something our directors and myself we go over is and it also depends on state regulations to be honest with you like i guess it depends on what you're fishing out of you know like if you're in a john boat right and the and you're, you know and you're not the trolling motor's off you could take it off right just yeah. like in a you know when you're in a big boat if it's not moving take it off throw it on uh you know throw it on the deck right kayak obviously we make everybody wear it right they have it on one they don't really have much room to put it somewhere right but they can't come to an event and not have it at all so kayak guys yes they're wearing it uh the canoe guys um i mean the canoe guys i kind of treat that the same as the jon boat guys you know um you know if it's not moving yeah you could take it off Um, when it's on, you wear it. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, I probably could clarify that better on the website, Uh, but as far as, you know, when you get more intimate and we're directing our own trails, that is something we bring up and um, are passionate about safety. But I guess, you know, I should probably phrase that differently to be quite honest with you. If people are gonna go on the website um, to help take that question out of the uh, equation and
3: everything else i mean just looking through the rules we answered everything else uh it i mean everything seems reasonable that was just the one question i had yeah what no. uh
0: i haven't read through the rules personally dan what's the or i i guess frank you can answer this uh what is the horsepower rating on the motor
1: so you know with the trolling motors it goes you know pound thrust you know 55 pound thrust whatever so this year we did a cap of <laughs> I think we did 75 pound thrust was the cap, right? For a jumbo. Um, And then next year, I think we're going to just eliminate that, right? We're not going to have a max on trolling motor thrust. Okay. Um, So what
0: about electric outboards though? So like a guy who's got like a three horse outboard.
1: Can't use those. Trolling motor only. So nothing other than a trolling motor.
0: Okay. Okay. So if I got a jumbo, let's say I got a, 15 16 foot john boat and I want to put a hundred hundred horse or a hundred uh, pound thrust
1: mint on there. I can do that. Yeah. Yep, yep. Zing-a, you know, zing-a, I, you know, zing-a. People ask me yeah zinga zinga right, but I'm like listen, I don't care how fast you're going You're like everybody else you got to find fish because y'all oh. take I'll take a kayak guy All right a kayak tournament guy and I'll put them right using a paddle or, or the pedal system and I'll put them against a jumbo guy with 112 pounds thrust trolling motor. I'll put my money in a kayak guy any day. You know Ooh. what I mean? Because Now, are you just saying that because you're on a kayak fishing podcast? I might be, but I'm not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, but I mean, doing, we love I, it either way. But. I know you do. Um, but but to be honest, you got to find the fish. I don't care. Uh, to me, it does not. All right. Listen, you want to get from the boat launch to the other side in, in five minutes? Be my guest. right. Be my guest because you just drove past all the fish. Like, I'll be honest. Yeah, you can cover spots here and there. But guess what? In a tournament, you can't just go wherever the hell you want because there's other people fishing spots. So that's my theory on it. And I I don't get any pushback on it because I'll push back with my passion. Um, You know, some guys ask, well, how is that fair if a guys in a 15 foot jumbo and I'm in my kayak? Then don't fish the trail. What do you want me to tell you? You know, if you want to have fun, come fish. I don't see, you know, that's, or if you, if if you think it's unfair, then go get a jumbo or go, I don't know. You could stand up in your kayak now. Like, um, I have kayak guys probably win more than the jumbo guys, you know, um, or gals. And it's just, I don't think it one way or the other that matters because at the end of the day, it's a fishing tournament and you have to go catch fish. And that's, yeah, I like it. I'm all for it.
0: I'd like Like, to fish against guys in bass boats personally,
1: but that's that's me. Yeah. See, but that's, that's a competitor inside you. Yeah. And, and that's is. what makes it fun too. That's what makes it fun. You know, so we're going to, ma- we're not going to do a max on a, th- a pound thrust, but it has to be trolling only, um, a trolling motor only. And, um, and that's it. And listen, if guys want to go zoom, zoom, right. They go ahead. They could burn through their battery. And then the guy's texting me later. Hey, I need a tow in, you know, I went up the river too far or whatever. So DQ. You know. That's, that's on, that's on <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's happened before that's happened before. And I tell them, well, if you brought one battery, why'd you go so far? Like that's on you, you know? Damn. Okay. Good well, question. let's, uh, let's talk a
0: little bit about where this is going. What, uh, what do you see in the future for this, uh, for this organization?
1: So, you know, obviously we want to be in every state, right? That's the ultimate goal. Is to get uh, a series in every state, a successful series. By that, right? I don't mean I'm not satisfied with having a trail with four members, right? It's not really a trail, right? That's just fishing with a few buddies. Um, If it starts there, that's fine. That happened in a few, uh, a few, tra- not few, but one trail in particular. And have- it
3: was year one. I mean,
1: yeah, uh, year one. Um, so I, I don't mind that, but I want, I would like successful because I want the directors to feel successful too, right? Uh, That's a big part of it. That's what keeps them coming back is that they're having fun, feeling success. Um, And so we'd like to do that. But ultimate goal is to be able to have a gigantic sleigh fest, right? A gigantic convention, big fishing tournament, uh, you know, somewhere in the middle of the United States where everybody can come just like a KBF event, right? If you qualify for one of the championships and all right, here's it's up here at uh, Gunnersville, whatever, right? No matter where you are, you got to try to make it down there. You qualified somehow, um, but I'm gonna make it so you don't have to qualify yet. If you're a member, you come fish. And we're taking little baby steps towards that. Next year, 2020, the Northeast region, we're gonna do what's called Beast of the East, the Battle of the Slayers. So seven states, uh, Maine, New Hampshire, Mass, Connecticut, New York, uh, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. We are all gonna, We're Connecticut's hosting it, right? I said, I'm gonna do it in my state for the first year. Um, and we're gonna have a, a, like, you know, a regional, right? Uh, I I like to stay away from the term regional because everybody uses it. I like to be different. So that's our beast of the east. Um, Then we have our Florida and Georgia. They're doing a a border wars. They're going to have a little regional amongst themselves. You know, Uh, then we have Oklahoma and Texas doing a Red River showdown. Like, you know, those guys are for that. Yeah. So they're going to do something there. And then we're looking at, you know, South Dakota, Minnesota, Nebraska, see if they could work something out on their end. So we're starting with the mini slave fest conventions like that. Right. And in hopes of building excitement. And then as we build, um, we can, you know, do a gigantic one. That's the ultimate goal. Um, and get Canada, Canada going in there, which I got to give a shout out to our Canada director, Jerry, who had some very scary health issues last year. He didn't, he was unable to run his, uh, his trail. He had heart and kidney failure. And, oh, uh, yeah. and then like two months ago, you know, and it, you know, and it always gets me a little upset, but he texted me one day. I'm at work lunch break and I get a text from Jerry. He's like, Hey Frank, I have to go in for a, a major surgery. And because my heart is so weak, um, there's a 50-50 survival chance, survivor rate. And he's damn, like, I th- th- just want to thank you for the opportunity being a part of something. Uh, you know, he just left a really nice message, man. And I said, dude, I said, listen, Jerry, I was like, I'll be talking to you Friday, you know, and, and he, he's back in action, ready to go smoking his stogies. And, uh, <laughs> so, you know, so I want to give, shout give out it to up, man, come on, yeah. you know, what I mean, so, um, so what you would call it, uh, you know, so that's uh, sometimes those little things make you, you know, realize, Hey man, um, you know, you got to take one day at a time and do what you're passionate about. You know, just like you Sam, taking a leap and doing your own thing, man, with your own company, dude, you know, it's like, you just got to say, you know what, this is the opportunity. I only get one life. Uh, let's make something happen, you know? that's right
0: that's right man i can't think of any better way to to end this thing off with that statement right there um you know we get one chance short you gotta do what you love we love this fishing thing that's why we're doing this podcast that's why you're doing slay nation and we're doing it for all the people that love this fishing thing so uh right perfect way to wrap it up right there frank well hey man i appreciate you coming on the show dude before we say goodbye is there anyone else you want to give a shout out to or say thank you to
1: absolutely uh yep love my beautiful wife christine provolone right and my kiddos (laughs) jackson and francesca they're right their little asses better be in bed um and also (laughs) and also a big you know this is it a what to all the slayers out there that show the love and support every day. We can't do this without you and to my phenomenal directors, right? I'll tell you right now, I got a great group of guys. Everybody's going through some baloney in our personal lives, but when we get together on our thread uh, and start chatting and, and lift each other up, that's what it's all about. I want to thank all the veterans out there, EMT and first responders for what you do and all of our great supporters and partners. And I want to thank uh, you, Dan Perry and Sam Jones, for doing a great podcast. I'm telling everybody to follow you um, and I'm gonna keep supporting you guys. And I appreciate you letting me come on here and share my passion and Slay Nation. And we just dropped a Slay, a Lady Slayer Trail only. Dropped that this afternoon. Um, that's something I would love to talk about another time is getting the women more involved into the tournament scene because it's predominantly males. And I think that's important. And that's uh, going to be an online-only series so we can spread it across the nation before we bring it state to state. So thank you both so much for having us on. Check us out, Slay Nation, SlayNationTournamentFishing.com. Woo! Dang. Uh, All right, uh, folks. You, you might have done that before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 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 I practiced. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, I, I was in sales for a little bit, Dan. I'm a smooth talker, baby.
3: <laughs> I hear you. Well, I mean, how much it's what you've been able to accomplish in one year We'll have you back on soon. Uh, I I just expect it to blow up your format, growing the sport. Uh, Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it, brothers.
0: Yeah, it was awesome, man. Thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you soon. Everyone else, hang tight. We'll be back from the commercial break in just a moment.
2: This is Bucky Buckstabber, founder and executive director of the Fly Fishing Collaborative. At the Fly Fishing Collaborative, also known as FFC, we mobilize the fly fishing community, outdoor enthusiasts, and people of goodwill everywhere to create sustainable solutions to poverty and human trafficking. We have many different initiatives to accomplish this goal, but our primary focus is building organic and environmentally friendly aquaponics farms for communities suffering from trafficking because of a lack of resource. If you're interested in funneling your passion for the outdoors to benefit those that need help the most, then visit flyfishingcollaborative.org. Josiah Pleasant, Executive Director of Agathos Village here, to specifically invite you to positively impact the vulnerable in Juneau, Alaska, in partnership with FFC. Bucky and I have been blessed to be a part of Transformational Impact Abroad and are stoked to bring our lessons learned home to serve the marginalized. If it breaks your heart to know that the vulnerable are literally left out in the cold, don't have community, a home, or healthy food, join us to make a tangible impact by donating or making plans to volunteer with us. You can donate at www Flyfishingcollaborative.org and write Alaska in the notes to help us help others.
0: All right, we're back. It's time to uh, do something that we haven't got to do in a few episodes talk about some upcoming tournaments. We got a uh, last chance event and a pretty cool charity event that happens. um, It's an annual event now. Mr. Ron Champion putting together the Racked tournament. Dan, break it down
3: for us. Yeah, on uh this weekend, uh, Saturday, December seventh and the eighth. So it's a two-day tournament online. It's Ron Champion's third annual rack tournament, and that's uh the Random Acts of Christmas Kindness. So it's a two-day event. Event from six a.m. on Saturday all the way to five p.m. on Sunday. And the interesting thing about it, it's a catchboard hog trophy, the one, but it's Three fish, whoever has the longest, three trophies, all the proceeds go to charity, but it's the three biggest, crappie, or sogli, bass, and bluegill brim. So, whatever you're, you have to have all three to qualify for longest weight. but whenever you add all three of your weights together, you do it through Tourney X, that's where you register, and so it, first, second, and third is going to be the biggest of those three fish total. so... The only person doing that, very interesting. Charity, it's a great thing. And I know it's charity, but some of the names that you're going to be fishing against, just to get a trophy above Ron or, you know, yeah, hope you world champion or the oars, uh, Jackson and his dad are on there. I, I mean, it's just a who's who. Right now, I think there's 50 people signed up. There'll be more by the weekend. It's only $20, even if you, you know, even right if you there. only get fish for a few hours, you're donating $20. Even if you can't thing. fish, you know, yeah. just
0: jump on support. I'm going to go out Sunday. Um,
3: I, I don't know if I'm
0: going to catch a bluegill or a crappie or not, but I'm going to go fishing Sunday. So I'm going to sign up. I would have signed up anyway, but uh, I'll try and put a, I'll try and put a big bass. I'm going to go to uh, Lake Newton over in Illinois. So
3: oh, is that yeah. that power plant like,
0: that's the power plant, like, yep, yep. We're gonna get I up remember, into the fifties. Mm-hmm. So
3: I'm
0: gonna like head it. over there. Anybody wants to join me? Too bad because this podcast is, well, no, a podcast airing on Friday. So, yeah, anybody wants to join me? Give me a holler. Um, heading over to Newton. So, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a fun tournament, and again, great cause. Get involved.
3: Twenty bucks, and you can find that on Tourney X or you can go to Ron Champions. Uh, I think it's Ron Champion Professional uh, Fisherman. You can look on his Facebook page, and you can find the the link on there. And next, the last chance to get into the KBF National Championship 2020 on Lake Gunnersville, the Big G, is a KBF Florida Open. And that's Saturday, December 14th on the St. John's River. I think it's sponsored by Flagler Beach, but it's on the St. John's. And right now, I, I'm not sure, I, I think I had read before, at least 12 people are going to qualify for a national championship. I'm not 100% about that. But right now, only 12 people are registered. Obviously, mm. it's a week and a half away, so you're going to have some more people sign up. But it looks like you're going to have a dang good chance to get into the NC and fish with maybe a thousand other people but uh, and hold up that big. Maybe a hundred thousand dollar happy Gilmore check, mm. but uh, yeah, I fished St. John's a few times, both with Bassmaster and uh, just actually last January, me and some friends went and camped there. But it's just a great place to go, great fishing. The launches, there's not a whole lot of launches, so some people are going to be stacked up. But it's you get to fish a few different lakes, it's George all the way down to Astra, Florida, you can fish uh crescent so it's you can't fish rodman but it's a lot of uh a lot of water that you can fish so people will spread out a little bit but uh if you've never been there i wish if i didn't have family out uh things going on i know i would be there because i love to fish it um but yeah st john's river next weekend the 13th uh the i'm sorry just the 14th but your last chance to get into the national championship. So if you aren't signed up and you, you're wanting to get in, is the last way to do it. So sign up as soon as you can. Great, so you, great place, beautiful water. And this time of the year, alligators, you don't have to worry about. It. So, yeah.
0: So you're not throwing your, uh, name in the hat on this one. No, you?
3: it's, it's seven and a half, a half hours away. I've got some things going on. It's a hop, skip like, and a jump, buddy. Yeah. I, I really wish I could, cause I would just go out there with no, no practice. It, honestly, I might would have twisted my wife's arm to get into it, but for me, most of the fishing I've ever done has been south of the Astor Bridge. I like that backwater stuff down in a, a Dexter and uh, Mud Lake, the lake south of Astor. I, I like that backwater area, so I, I don't know why they didn't open that up, but still George, I mean, the Bassmaster, they were there this year, and they caught them all uh, around the island rick Clun and all them he won but they caught him around the island on the north end of george so yeah i mean this year that south south end of south of Astor didn't play so it might not that might not be where the fish are anyway so it's early pre-spawn early december i've never fished that time of year i fished down there in florida a few weeks in january a few different years but I've never fished in December. I'm guessing that's still early, early pre-spawn, you know, rattle traps, chatterbaits. Get Jody Queens 3-8 chatterbait, jackhammer chatterbait, and go mm-hmm. win you some money and get into a national championship. Nice. Well, it's cool to actually talk about some upcoming tournaments. So we'll talk
0: about uh the winner of the racked event next week. Um we don't have anyone lined up just yet, but We are going to be announcing our Christmas giveaway next week. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) So stay tuned for that. You'll have to listen to the episode to get the details on the giveaway and how to win. Um, So be ready for that one. Other than that, we got some new Paddle and Fin hats. Message us for the details on that. They look pretty sweet. Uh, You can check them out. On our Facebook, I posted some on my Instagram at Jones and Two Fish. If you want to check them out there, but uh, yeah, give us a shout. Any one of us, host or Brian, or message the Paddle and Fin page to get details. Not on the site yet, but they are available. um So yeah, great episode. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays,
3: and we'll see you next week. Wear your life jackets, people.
2: Do you love our podcast and want to help support us even more? Well, now you can. You can simply go to patreon.com forward slash paddle the letter N Finn, or you can also go to anchor.fm forward slash paddle the letter N Finn. Go check out the website, guys, paddle the letter N in Finn.com. Also, check out YouTube, youtube.com forward slash paddle and Finn. Get a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter n and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're doing giveaways, announcements, things like that at Facebook and Instagram at paddle and fin. Shout out to our show supporters, Rocktown Adventures, Leveling Canoe, and Kayak, Hammered Lures, Fish Mob Lures, TRC covers, catch products. Go to catchproducts.com. You could put the paddle and fin logo right on your catchboard. don't forget to go over and pick up your jig master's jigs use promo code pnf20 and save 20 percent today don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to Alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of Cajun cooking. From the Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest, me and the Duck Camp Dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is Duck Camp Dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the waypoint podcast network stick around as i bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life